and ride with me in my foul life. This episode of the Foul Life Podcast is brought to you by Secure It Gun Safes. The gun safe industry has lost touch with what owners really need, but Securit is changing the game. Their products meet the highest industry standards and are trusted by law enforcement agencies, military personnel, and gun owners across the country. What sets Securit apart is the focus on customization and adaptability. The cradle grid technology allows you to customize the layout of your gun safe to fit your specific firearms, and the modular design lets you add or remove components as your needs change. And the best part? Securit offers a variety of gun safes to choose from so you can find Find the perfect fit for your collection. Whether you need a compact hidden gun safe for your bedside or a large gun cabinet to store your entire collection, Securit has you covered. Securit's Fastbox hidden gun safes are designed for quick and easy access and can be mounted in a variety of locations for maximum flexibility. And unlike traditional gun safes that are heavy and difficult to move, these products are lightweight and easy to install. Don't settle for a one-size-fits-all gun safe that doesn't meet your needs. Head over to SecuritGunStorage.com to learn more and to order your own innovative innovative gun storage solutions today. Today's episode of the Foul Life Podcast is also brought to you by Banded. If you're tired of settling for second-rate gear that doesn't perform when it counts, look no further than Banded, the ultimate choice for hunters and outdoor enthusiasts. From top-of-the-line hunting jackets to ultra-comfortable, meticulously crafted waders, Bandit has everything you need to take your outdoor game to the next level. And what's more, their gear and camo patterns are anything but average, designed to give you the edge that you need to succeed. But it's not just their gear that makes Bandit stand out. Their accessories, like their backpacks, are built to withstand anything the outdoors can throw at you. And their decoys are trusted by the best guides and outfitters across the nation. Trust us, you won't find better gear anywhere else. Head over to Banded.com and experience the difference for yourself. Choose Banded and dominate the outdoors like never before. So if you had to um, discharge your, uh, or I guess would you, I should say, have you had to unholster your Sig Sauer lately at all? On duty. Uh, yeah, on duty. Are you allowed to talk about that as a cop when you're in a, when you're in a, a public servant like that are you allowed to speak freely about what happens on duty i mean there's shows yeah. like cops and oh absolutely First there, there's nothing that says now if it's an active investigation maybe like for instance if i got into a shooting tonight yeah and i wasn't interviewed by the or officer involved shooting unit um i may have to be hush hush about it for a couple days until I've given my statements and things are cleared. But if there's nothing, if there's no investigation going on or that you're absolutely able to. So have you, have you had to do it lately? Um, yeah, actually we had, tell me some stories. I want to hear some, I want to hear like you, you choose Sig Sauer to, to, to not just defend yourself in personal and professional life. Mm-hmm. private personal professional but you also defend our communities with sig sour so you got to depend on it but there's still that act of having to draw down or when it gets to that point that's a nerve-wracking point to where composure comes in and breathing and all of your practice comes in so what give me an idea Is it it, just, it's definitely a lot of responsibility i mean you, you you're pointing a gun in the direction of another human being or in an area where people could be. Um, so, yeah, you, 
you've got to break that tunnel vision to where you're you're taking in the, your entire surroundings about what's going on. You're not just completely, completely honed in on what you're aiming at. You you're kind of picking up stuff all around it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because if you don't, if you get tunnel visioned and I'm only focused, let's say right now I'm focused on you, but I don't see somebody behind you um, that could have a bad backdrop for it. Um, I've got to make those corrections. I think the last time that I pulled my gun was actually on a felony car stop that we had. We had a stolen car. Um, what was it last week? Was so the call week. comes in. What's the AP? What's the, so, what's the number well, for a so stolen my, vehicle? My One of my partners was running a plate, and the plate returned with the stolen hit on it. Why was he running the plate? You were following him? or He was just in an area where they had a disturbance, and he... You, you, we can run plates in that area to make sure registration's co- current. It was occupied. There was somebody in the car, and it was parked. So he, it was in just an area where we have a, a little more higher crime. So he ran the plate real quick just to make sure that everything was on the up and up with it, and it came back stolen. Um, and so we, several other units responded there, and because it's a felony crime possession of a stolen motor vehicle or gta it's a it's a felony crime um the safest thing for us to do is to pull everybody out of the car towards us instead of walking up to the car so he is in an area he's this is a traffic stop yeah well it turned turned out to be basically a traffic stop the car was parked he ran the plate it comes back stolen why is he in the area just because he's on duty we were on another call in that area we just finished another call in that area or he did i was probably two miles away um when he called out on. so the suspiciousness of these people sitting in a parked car raises his interest of like i'm gonna run it just for the hell of it yeah we do that we do that quite a bit really absolutely just because that high crime area High crime um, area. We get a lot of stolens in this area, things like that. Stolen vehicles, drugs. Um, it's later at night. I, I don't think the public really knows that we 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 can run your license plate to see if your registration is current. Just no matter what. For no matter what. Yeah. Just driving down the highway. Like, we have plate scanners that, on certain cars that will just scan plates. They just scan it in. So sometimes you'll be on it. You'll be driving and you'll look in your rear view and there's a police officer following you. You might have just like made a California stop and rolled through a red. You may have been doing seven miles an hour of the speed limit. They mm-hmm. might just check you for the hell of it. If they see something that is, then they might pull you over as opposed Absolutely. to not wasting their time. Over Absolutely. Something. Absolutely. And we'll run it like, okay, hey, I want to run that car to see who the owner is. And then I want to see who, what kind of criminal history that owner has, possibly. You know what I mean? Giving myself a little bit more. My, I might follow it a little longer to see if he does commit a crime that I, I could develop probable cause to stop him on. If it's, honestly, if I pulled pulled in behind you and you had nothing on your history, probably, I mean, unless you've done something wrong, like run a red light right in front of me, I'm not going to even Mess waste my time. I'm going to go try to find something else. Um, but each person, each officer is different in that. Like some guys are really, really big into trying to find narcotics, stolen cars. Um, and some are more, 
the everyday calls that they go to. I'm usually so busy in my beat that I don't have time to go out and do it. Like, I go call to call to call to call to call. What call were you guys on before he spots this? I was on a larceny call. In the same area? No, I was, like I said, two miles away. So he's by himself. Yeah, he just left with his partner on another call, and they kind of went the opposite ways. So he's by himself, and does he call you in? So he... He runs the plate. Our dispatch gets the plate immediately through his uh, computer. Um, and they they let him know that, hey, it's stolen. So he flips back around. The guy that just left him on the other call flips back around. And three or four of us extra come to that call because it comes out that it's a stolen car. Stolen car, which is a felony. Mm-hmm. You, you have no idea who's behind the wheel or in the nope. car. So you automatically draw your piece to your pistol to your firearm to to advance on the car or nope. you just have it nope. unholstered you just we'll, have it ready. we will point our guns in that direction it's what we call a felony car stop or a felony uh stop in that aspect we will point our guns at the people that are in the car we will call them out one by one and take each one of them into custody until we can determine what's going on so then they get out you say walk backwards towards mm-hmm. me with your hands in the air yep and well, everybody else danger. stays in the car. Everybody so else. So your your eyeballs are the one walking towards you. Your other officer partners are watching the. So there's no yep. any activity so in the car. Each one of us has basically a different assignment. One's different got a, the the person that's walking back. I may have because of where I was positioned. I had the passenger side of the vehicle. So any movement that would uh, deemed a threat on the passenger side, that would have been my my responsibility to take care of. So. When you when you get into this position of guns are drawn, mm-hmm. this one in, it, I assumed ends peacefully, and they yeah. all give it up. Well, we arrest the driver. You arrest the driver. Yep, there was only one other person in the car. You get his ID and check his record, mm-hmm. and he gets a felony now charge. He's not convicted yet, not but convicted. he gets arrested for a yep. felony of a stolen vehicle. He'll have he might have a story. Well, I got it from this guy, and then they all you know that could happen. But so if you're watching that passenger side of the car. And you see something that you don't like? Do you you notify your partner? Get him back. We got we got this going on, right? Yep. So what happens like if they jump out and they start to run? You automatically take off chasing that guy. How does that work? So ultimately, um, depending on the number of people that we have there, the driver's the number one responsibility for us. Why? Because he's the one that's in possession. He's the one driving the car. He's in possession of the car. Okay. So he's the one that we can charge with possession of stolen motor vehicle the passengers other than if they take off there's obstructing resisting delaying us that's it that's the only charge that we would have on those guys unless they have dope on them warrants things like that but we won't know that so really depending on the number of people we have there if we had six or seven guys there yeah two might break off and go chase that person that just took off from us but if if it's just three of us, we're staying with the car. We're so that guy gets car. away. That guy will get away. Really? Now, get away. We will be on the radio. Hey, we just had one run from us, blah, 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 blah. He's heading this way. And we'll have more units coming in the area if they pick him up. Because yep, he's got to be running for something. Yeah. I mean, most of them don't run for nothing, right? Yeah. But that's... The risk versus reward. If we all take off running after him, the guy that's in possession of the car hops in the car and takes off again. Yeah. So then we don't have the car back either. Yeah, to get your attention off of what could be happening. 
we've had that happen. A lot of, lot of, a lot of gangsters. They will do that to try to get the guy that actually has the gun or the dope or the felony warrants our attention off of them. They'll run and they'll make the little kid run, or they'll shoot rounds off in the air like way away because they know that hey, we just stopped one of their buddies, and really we'll start flooding that way. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Seen it happen in the aspects like, hey, this is what's going on. We we know that they just called somebody because they're on the phone with them. So they'll do something. to. They think that will draw us away from them. We'll just send different units to that call. So how does that work in the judicial system? And the, the You have to the prove guy, that. He gets arrested and he goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Now he has a chance to post bond. Mm-hmm. How does bond work? You have bail bondsmen. They're usually located within a you know walking distance of a jail. Mm-hmm. How, how does bond work in that night in jail? Or like, could he be in jail all the way until his case? Absolutely. How long do you have to be in jail? Do you have to see the judge first and get your case you before you can post arra- bond? What they call an arraignment. Arraignment. So they'll tell you, hey, this is what your bail is. Um, do you plead guilty? Not guilty? All that stuff. Um, and right from the get, that's I think got to be within forty eight hours. 48 or 72 hours has to be um, that arraignment. Um, so he could stay in there for, until then. He could. Th- they do video arraignments at the jail all the time. So a judge will be on video arraignment. Hey, do you plead? Uh, boom, done. And they're just spanking through those things really, really fast on those because it's a very simple process in that. So then he'll either be able to post bail, and if he needs bond for it, what ends up happening is it's usually 15 to 20 percent depending on the area that you're in i've heard places in california and other states they're up to 20 percent for a bond so you have to give the bail bondsman 20 percent of what your bail is so let's say your bail is a thousand dollars 200 bucks you have you're to out give him 200 bucks you're out he, until your court he, date he posts the bail the bail bondsman will post the rest of the bail okay hold on um, a lot of people for big stuff they put cars, houses, property, whatever, up against that. So the bail modsman has something in collateral. Like, he, I'll do that. You got to sign over your title to your car to me until their case is done. So he signs over a title, and or he still owes eighty percent of the bond. He's out. Mm-hmm. He skips his court date. Now that's when a bounty hunter comes in to go get that guy. So Technically, can... yeah, they could uh, a bail bondsman, depending on how big it is, because they're trying bail. to get the rest of their money. Yep, because they're on the hook for the money. The bail bondsman. So they never get all their money because I assume they got to pay that bounty hunter to go get, or is more money get charged to the criminal? Like if he only owes eight hundred more dollars. Oh, I'm sure there. I'm sure there's certain fees and that stuff in some contract that they sign for it. I don't. I couldn't tell you the exact. I, that's a contractual agreement between you and your bail bondsman. So you being as experienced as you are, Jared, do you, are you nervous at all when your gun's drawn and you see criminals or potential uh, activity that could go down? Like how, what weighs on your mind in a situation when, when, when a felony is in in progress like that and you're, you're out there with a gun drawn? Well, I, I wouldn't say I'm nervous. I'm, hyper focused on on things that are going on um i really 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 put a lot of effort into everything that's going on in my surroundings and what i need to do and i run the what ifs what if this happens what am i going to do if that happens if he does this if he does where am i going to go what am i going to do um do i have a good backdrop for a good shoot 
Um, is there a giant kid's playground right behind them? You know, I, I've got to put myself in a better position. Those are things that are going through my mind. If it does have to go to a, a lethal force encounter, what am I going to do to put myself in the best position that I'm going to win it? So you're hyper-focused. You're thinking about all your training. How, when was the last time you remembered where it, it advanced further than just guns drawn and back in a, a, a stolen vehicle, a guy out of the car and the passengers? Man, you're putting me on the spot. Let me think. Um, I, I've had several encounters. I've actually been in, in one shooting. I've had rounds fired in my direction but not been able to see where they're coming from. Um, How do you know they're in your direction? You hear them hitting objects around you? I can hear them hissing. Hissing right by you? Yeah. Holy shit. One of the the calls that I went to, was it probably five, six years ago, we had rounds come through the door at us as we were approaching the door. In a residence? In the montage. What, was that an old hotel? Yeah, it's, well, it's actually condos now. It used to be the old Flamingo down there on Sierra Street. Mm. Yep, I had rounds come through the front door at us. As we were getting ready of to a room of the yeah one of the guys' rooms, the guy had gone crazy. He was up all night doing cocaine and drinking, and he thought demons were out to get him. So he was he had a rifle in there, and he was doing three sixties in his room, just shooting. So you got the call because he of gunfire mm-hmm. in the room. Yep, yep. What my, the frick? My sergeant and I were the first ones out of the elevator, and it was literally right at the elevator. And you, they came through the door. Yep, I was getting ready to come up and shoot the lock to go in. And my sergeant said no. So how does it how how does it go from there? Um, you hear the bullets whizzing by your head coming through the door. Yeah, and that kind of stopped for a while. Um, our, my sergeant wanted to set up and secure the the area and, instead of going in. Um, then we called SWAT in. They ended up having to go in. He started firing off rounds. We found out that he had somebody inside with him. He firing off rounds. We thought he was shooting her. They breached and went in and shot him, actually. So he had a hostage in there, but nobody knew. I wouldn't say she was a hostage. I think at some point in time she was a willing participant in the extracurricular activity that they were doing for the evening. Um, But then she said when he started going crazy and shooting off rounds, she hid underneath the sink in the bathroom. All right, so here's some scenarios for you as a police officer (laughs) in a city that sees it all. I mean, we're a pretty big city. I think we're about a half a million now, maybe 400,000, half a million. But it's getting bigger. It's getting out of control, really. Like the amount of of police officers in this valley are none compared to the amount of people out here. Like I don't even know how they even manage this valley. Like it's crazy there. Chad, I'll tell you that we've grown like from when we were kids. Maybe 150,000 people. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's been out of control. Now no, that's what it was. It's grown. That's what, it, to that's what it was. Now it's about half a million. The number of police officers haven't changed. Hasn't changed. How we crazy have, is that? We have not grown. Doesn't that give criminals just the utmost confidence to get away with shit? Uh, I would say it gives them the utmost confidence when they get away with stuff. Then it's like, oh, okay. I mean, we catch a lot. We catch a lot of people. But instead of it being a, you know... A steady like you were just getting for for me when I where I go to work we just get our asses kicked we just go to call to call I mean it is nonstop there are so many nights I don't even get to eat I want to go on a ride along is that okay. possible yeah I'll get you set up on so me. okay so before we talk about okay. a ride along <laughs> brothels are legal in certain counties in the state of Nevada yep. legal prostitution is in there's Nevada. only two that aren't yep. yeah um, two counties that aren't yes 
This is one of them. Yep. Washoe County is one of them. And Clark. You're driving down the street and you know it's a woman of the night. Do you even stop and mess with it as a police officer? Um, or is there stings for that that are concentrated on that? There's usually stings that are concentrated on that. But no, it, yes and no. If I see her engaging like, hey, approaching doors and cars and stuff that are parked, which we don't see as much as we used to. They, they've kind of changed their tactic on how they do it. Um, I may stop and get out with her and... You know, it's hard to prove, to be honest with you. If you're not the one doing the the transaction, the, the transaction, the deal, they have to agree to a price for a service, yeah. right? So if you don't have that, it's hard to say. I mean, we both know what they're doing, but it's not what I know. It's what I can prove in court. Like, I have to be able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. But is doubt. that something you want to waste your time on if they're not hurting anybody? <laughs> to uh, me, I think it would just depend on what... They, they do. Uh, like, honestly, you, you'll you see, we call them trick rolls. They'll get people up to their rooms oh, or whatever, and then they, and then they all their guys come into the room and rob them, take everything from them. So That's not good. It's, I mean, I go, hey, it's 15 miles that way. The problem with the guys that I've talked to about that, they're like, it's more expensive. They would rather stay here and not have to drive out there. It's, it, it's just a, when is there going to be an Uber Eats for prostitution where they just deliver? Yeah, they deliver one. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. We'll see. But then as soon as it comes into this county, it's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. So I don't. You know, it, there, we have a huge, huge issue with trafficking, sex trafficking, um, across the country. It, it, I mean, it is. Yeah, that's not a joke. Everywhere. Um, so yes and no. I mean. When you say, would you stop them? Yeah. If if I know, hey, I'm going to try to get help that person because they could be involved in some form of being sex trafficked. Some of them are willing participants. Some are, the majority of them are not. So see, it goes way deeper than it just might be a prostitute yeah. out making, she might have a pimp. She might be forced to do this. Mm -hmm. She might be being trafficked to make money. She might be setting somebody up for a she robbery. She might be a minor. She might be a minor. Things like that. So those, all those are things that go through our head. Um, but I will tell you, like it, that's not the norm anymore. You used to the movies you see, like Pretty Woman, right, or whatever the, the movies where you saw the the prostitutes walking up and down the street. You don't see it a lot. It just doesn't. They don't do that as much anymore with social media and la and computers and our cell phones. That's and a good point. They they use that more. They also will work out of bars and a casino. We you have see, the, walk, the wander the floor in the casinos and hit people up and be like, hey, I got a room. And that's usually where it goes. From that's there. how it happens. Okay, you're driving down downtown. Mm -hmm. You see a fist fight going on between two teenagers. Is it your is it your duty as an officer to get out and break that fight up? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is because it could cause harm to somebody else yep. walking by yep. or cause harm to each other. Yep, absolutely. You get out Both. and break it up automatically. Yep. Does anybody, do you run their IDs automatically in a fist yes. fight? Yes. To see if they are wanted or have a warrant? Yep. What is a warrant? So basically a warrant is they've gone to court, a judge is, or they've, they've been given a court date and they didn't go to court, so they failed to appear for their court date, or a judge has given them, they've been found guilty or pled guilty, and they've given them certain stipulations, hey, you need to do, let's say for DUI, victim impact panel, uh, mothers against drunk driving panels. You got and your DUI court uh, uh, breath tests and stuff like that. That you got to pay for. If you don't do that, you're in contempt of court. So 
a judge has issued a warrant saying he has failed or she has failed to either appear or fully commit to her sentencing or their sentencing, I want you to bring them back to me before my court. That's so the warrant. They, they, that's the warrant process. Um, they can give them for multiple different reasons. So you break, you get out and break these guys up. Mm-hmm. How now again, you're, you're hyper-focused. What, what are you doing walking in? You're watching the people watching the fight. You don't know why they're fighting. Could be over drugs, could be over yep. stolen gun. It could be over a girl, whatever it is. So there's a lot of things that could go down in this situation right now too. So is your gun drawn when you're walking up to a fist no, fight? No. It's not just nope. a felony. Yep. Usually it's a felony just felonies. Stop. Felony stop. Yep. So that would be a misdemeanor. If, you and your brother agree to fight because you, you're brothers and, you know, you've been around each other forever. And right. he says something that pisses you off or you're drunk and he's drunk and they do something dumb. Um, it's just a misdemeanor. So it's either if it's an agreed agreement to fight, like they challenge you. Come on, I'll kick your butt, whatever. And you're like, okay, let's go. Do you think they would have said butt? <laughs> well, probably not. <laughs> um, that's, that's an affray. That's an actual term, the legal term for it. It's an affray. Both of you are guilty of affray. Now, if I just walk up to you and start punching you, and you just keep, you haven't done anything, I just start punching you, I'm guilty of battery. You've got to have an eyewitness on that or hidden cameras or cameras that prove um, it? I wouldn't say a witness, um, but they usually help. But cameras, I mean, downtown. You be you guys. It's so crazy for us now. Um, we get DAs that are like, "Well, I want video." I got to go to court here in a little bit um, on a case, but they want they're they're getting to the point where they want video because there is video of about ninety percent of the stuff. Doorbell rings, like cameras. Like you got people got cameras on their cars, dude. I had a case what a month and a half ago. We used the Tesla. That was parked out in front of the, the store, and it records by motion. Really? And he goes, oh, I, I guarantee you caught it in my car. We're in his car, and he's pulling it up on his screen going, I'm like, yep, that's that, that, that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And we ID'd the guys based off that video. What was it? They were stealing something? Yeah, they were just stealing stuff. In a out store? Of, out of a store, yeah. That's so, I hate that. that that's the beginning of a, of a bad career. Well, it sucks. Be, like, people don't get this. That shirt, whatever, that computer costs X amount of money because they've got to cover their losses. That th- that All that stuff would be much cheaper if they didn't have to cover loss. Yeah. I talked to a guy probably, this is probably 12, 15 years ago. You're saying the price goes up because yeah, of all because the shit they, that gets they've sold. Got to, they've got to cover they gotta, it. They've got to build that into yep, their they've got to build that into their, their, their entire budget. Um, J.C. Penney's one of the loss prevention guys, said, Globally, they were like at 250, not globally, I think it was nationally here, $250 million. And this was uh, probably 12, 15 years ago. Loss for the year. Loss for the year. $250 million. I'm like, how do you guys make any money? Well, they charge more for stuff. So stuff that you and I legitimately pay for, we're helping cover that loss. Cover that loss. So the the jeans should only cost thirty bucks, but we pay one hundred and twenty bucks because they got to start helping cover that loss. I've watched tons of videos where these people they'll come in, they'll steal the entire display of jeans into bags, and they'll run out the front door. God. The whole thing, probably one hundred and fifty pairs of jeans. 
they're not looking at sizes they don't care they're gonna sell it on like uh market facebook whatever facebook marketplace yeah. those type of sites that's what they do the what are the makeup places ulta and sephora and all that they get hit they get hit so bad the sunglass huts because they're small items easy to take a ton of them and make huge profits over them so ultimately that's that's becoming a big thing for us nationally there's stores in california this is how bad california is i could never live there targets everything's behind a glass i saw that i see some of that security you have to get an associate associate to open up for everything because they're they, they just get stolen blind like you can't you can't keep a business in San Francisco if they're going to be a lot out. of stores are closing their doors and leaving. Yep, because of the crime rate. Mm-hmm. So if you're you, you brought up DUI driving under the influence, um, you get a lot of DUI stops in a town that's twenty four hours. Yeah, and you know, I would say probably I, I obviously have never worked in other states in that, but I would say most likely Friday and Saturday nights and late like. Two, three, four o'clock in the morning because you've been in other states. A lot of bars shut down at two, three o'clock in the morning, right? So shortly after that is when your window is. Man, we've had DUIs at 10 o'clock in the morning because they can drink all day and all night. So people just start. So we have DUIs 24 hours a day. What What are some of the a DUI usually gets pulled over because of you know, obviously you can see swerving, but there's also stuff like not using a blinker, changing lanes without a blinker, California or not, not stuff, able to maintain not their a, lane. Maintain your lane. Lights off. Headlights are off. A big one is big. headlights off. Which kills me nowadays, you think about it. Yeah, how much, how many cars have the automatic headlights yeah. on them? I'm like, oh my gosh, you drive without your headlights on. Um, but yeah, they'll run Is that a, a felony from, right away? A no, it's a nope. misdemeanor? It's a misdemeanor. They have to have three within seven years convictions to get... So if they have two convictions, let's say in 22, 23, and 25, 2023, 20, uh, 22, 2023, and I pull them over in 25 for the third and they've got convictions on the first two, that becomes a felony. If they cause serious bodily harm or death, it's automatically a felony. Automatic felony. What's the craziest stop you've had on a DUI stop how you see some videos of people dancing people talking their way out of it have you have like what have, what have you been offered have you been bribed have you seen oh, crazy shit I've I've had honestly more of like the women's side of it they will try to do anything they can do to get out of a DUI really mm-hmm. and this like, is all being recorded do you have body now cam? it is now it's recorded how long this... have body cams been a thing oh what is it Five years, maybe five years. years, something like that. Do you all wear them? Yeah, if we're in patrol, absolutely. you have to wear them. Have to wear them. Have to turn to them on to protect yourselves a lot now because of honestly, like I say, I was against it because I'm like, if you don't trust me, like, why do you have me out here with a gun taking people's civil liberty? You, if you're not trusting me, that's what you think you need to trust me. Then you're, you're my integrity is worth way more than that, right? Um, but I get it. I'm a small pawn in this entire chessboard, right? There are other cops out there that are doing stuff that they aren't supposed to be doing. Um, 
So I was really, really against it. It's just one more thing that I got to do. And if for some reason there's a malfunction, oh, you guys are covering something up. That's Those are the things that always worried me. Um, I would say now, looking back, it's probably helped more cops than it's hurt them by, oh, this guy sexually assaulted me. Oh, that's weird. I watched the whole body cam. <laughs> Nowhere near. He never even touched you. Yeah. Right? So it, it's helped in the, which I, now I go back to people that make these stupid allegations. I'm like, you guys are dumb because it's all on body cam. Hell, we have cameras in our prisoner compartments. So in our cars, I have one that faces out the windshield now. This is new. Out the windshield and in my prisoner compartment. Really? Mm-hmm. Just to watch everything that's everything, going on. Just to document everything. And and I would say more likely it's because there are claims of, oh, the, the cops beat me up. Well, but none of the videos show that. The cops stole my stuff. None of the videos show that. So I think a lot of agencies are going to that because it's, hey, this is a way to make sure we're covered. Because the allegations are just rampant across the country of, hey, this guy did this. And it turns out that that's not what happened. We don't hear about all of them because they're squashed so fast. Like, hey, I watched the video. I think we should start charging people with that. Like, uh, there should be a crime for that. You you make allegations that the cops beat you up and there's video for days. For that, sure it should be. Like, they should. It's your reputation. They should charge you for some sort of crime. Like, we would stop people from doing that. Maybe. I, I don't know that we would stop everybody, but I think we would stop a, a vast majority of people making false claims because they want to get paid. They don't even want to go to court and all that. They want that quick 40, 50, 60, 70K, 100K from the cities that are willing to just make it go away. This episode of the Foul Life Podcast is brought to you by Sig Sauer, the go-to firearms company for those seeking high-quality, precise, and innovative firearms. With over a century of experience in the industry, Sig Sauer has consistently delivered firearms that you can rely on in any situation. Visit SigSauer.com to explore their full range of firearms and accessories, as well as their extensive training and support programs. Choose Sig Sauer because when it comes to your safety and your satisfaction, only the best will do. This episode of the Foul Life Podcast is brought to you by the famous Nashville Palace, the iconic music venue, restaurant, and bar right in the heart of Music Valley, Nashville. For over 40 years, the Nashville Palace has been a must-visit destination for anyone looking for an authentic Nashville experience. It has hosted some of the biggest names in country music history, from Johnny Cash to Dolly Parton to George Jones, and continues to be a hub for local music and national artists to showcase their talents. But the famous Nashville Palace isn't just a music venue, it's a full service restaurant and bar that offers mouth-watering selection of southern cuisine from classic comfort food like fried chicken and mashed potatoes to more adventurous side dishes like fried alligator and you can wash it all down with one of their signature cocktails like the boot scootin' lemonade or the palace punch if you're planning a trip to nashville or just looking for a fun night out head over to the famous nashvillepalace.com to check out their upcoming events and make a reservation have do you do you see a growth in the interest in becoming a police officer? Because the mindset the last couple of years was like, dude, nobody's going to want to be a police officer with all this shit going on. The brutality against them, the violence against them, the, the allegations against them. Has it, has it come to a, a pretty good we slowdown? Are, we are hurting so bad and across the country. It is not just Reno or Sparks or the Washoe County within our area. It is nationally. They're... 
I've seen so many uh, articles on how they're trying to recruit new people. $50,000, $20,000 signing bonus. We'll pay for your entire move, put you up in an apartment for the first year of your career, um, just to, things to entice them to come into law enforcement. I will tell you that when I tested, we had 2,000 applicants. That year? That year, 2,000. We've had it all the way down to 50. Wow. To 200. So we are struggling. I, I And I get it, but I'm like, it, it's really not that bad. It's. I mean, I understand. Like, if you talk to a guy from the 70s and 80s that was a cop, he would be like, oh, man, we couldn't work under these requirements and things. And I would say some of them, they were a little... They were a little heavier handed than the society sees now, but that's not what the public wants. They do and they don't, if you catch my drift on that. The public wants us to be fair, but not put too many people in prison and in jail, But because you see the laws changing all the time. We don't want to make drugs a felony anymore. Well, why? Well, we're overpopulated. Well, in the prisons, like that's that's your... So that's going to alleviate the problem is if we just don't make it a crime anymore. Right. How about we make it to where people stop doing this in in one way, shape, or form? I don't know where you go with that, but that's that's our lawmakers are like, we got to do something. Uh, some societies are like, hey, we don't want to put people in jail for X, Y, and Z. So they don't make it illegal anymore. It goes on the ballots and they vote for it. Marijuana. It was legalized here several years ago. What, 19, 18, something like that? It used to be a crime. You got areas like Oregon, psychedelics, not a crime anymore. You can just do mushrooms out, no problem. Yeah, no big deal. It's just a gateway, That's and that's my biggest thing. I go back to that with like the Second Amendment issues that we have fought for I don't know how long in this country. It's not that we don't think that pro-Second Amendment people think that there shouldn't be some sort of controls or regulations on guns, right? We don't think everybody in the world should have one that shouldn't have one. But if we give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. If we give them this, and they'll tell you, we just want your assault weapons, right? That's I've, I've heard that in my entire life. We just want these assault I go, if we give them that assault weapon... The next year, they're going to try to take this weapon. Then the next year, they're going to go after this one. They're going to go after this. Then they're going to go. They won't stop. And that's where I go with lawmakers. I think that I understand we're overpopulated in prisons. Well, then we need to go back and figure out how to get people to prevent them from committing these crimes. Because obviously, the punishment isn't egregious enough for them to go, Man, I don't well, like what do you say with the word gateway. It starts with drugs. I get it too, but it also starts with you say you know stolen vehicle felony. Well, what about when it first starts the graffiti and then mm-hmm. the the shoplifting and then there's not enough coming down on them. It's mm-hmm. like oh here's a slap on the wrist and then yep. they're like well shit that didn't hurt that, that didn't, bad. I'll that go wasn't do it again. so bad. Yeah, right. So then they just keep advancing. Yep. And that's the problem is if you cut their hand off when they shoplift, the next person's not going to shoplift that easily. But we've never had that mindset. It's always like, well, you know, you, the, we got to be fair and we got to be lenient and everybody's got a different story. Well, we got to give them opportunities we, to rehabilitate. Yeah. Well, bullshit. And I think I think there are people out there. Let's say, for instance, Chad, you did something and you 
at that point in time? I did. You know what I did? I talked back to my mom and I got my ass beat well, by my dad. And that taught me that you don't go and do anything else. You right. know, a lot of people would be like, well, a, a really big disciplined family would incur somebody to, 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 you know, go rebel and mm-hmm. uh, to go anarchy when they can get out and do it. Well, my dad put the fear. Of, I'm a God fearing man. You know, like Alex and I talked about this. We, we were baptized Catholic and I'm not going to get into religion, but I'm, yeah. I'm a God fearing man. I, I felt growing up that if I cussed around my mom, I was going to get in trouble. Because I had the fear of God put into me. Oh, because because you had it, you did it probably once, and you got whooped yes. for it. Right? I remember just bitching about the waitress taking my my all you can eat crab leg buffet at Boomtown away from me too early, and I come back from the bathroom, my plate's gone, and threw a fit. My dad took me out in the parking lot and whipped me with a belt. He would have went to jail for it now, but it taught me like. Who am I to go and, and cause a scene right. when I ruin my grandma's dinner and I ruin my mom and dad's dinner? You learn that with discipline, and there's not enough discipline. No. And, 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 and like I said, that pendulum, it's a, like I get it. There's a fine line of just beating your kid's butt sure. left and right. Just, sure. Just well, for fun. I'm not talking about, not, I wasn't abused. Right. I was 100%. not abused. I wasn't I was disciplined. I, and the stuff that you brought up, the no different at my household. You didn't. You didn't say or do anything that was out of line. And you knew, like I knew, hey, I screwed up. And if I got caught, I was going to get whooped for it. I didn't bitch and complain about the whooping because I, I knew what I'd done. And I knew I wasn't supposed to do it. I was taught early on right from wrong, just like you were. And there's got to be consequences for it. I don't think that we should chop people's hands off. But then again, I I, I go to a point and I'm like, that's that's a... That's a uh, Right. That's a, a, a speech, a form of speech. What am I trying to say? That's a... A figure of speech. A figure of speech, yeah. yeah but like, there are countries that do that, Chad. There are countries that if you got caught stealing, they'd chop your hand off, right? Well, like, I guarantee you that guy didn't steal too many more times. Yeah. Because he's only got one left. But the, the point is, is that the, the you, you put these people that, that go and do big, bad things, like the mass shootings, you put them on the cover of Time Magazine, it's almost like we celebritize them. I'm like, are. what are we doing? We're We've heard this argument that, before. That we glamorize thing. it. We make them celebrities. It's bullshit. They're bad people. Yep. They're bad people. We don't need to mention their names. No. And And I go back to this. And this it, this is a very, I hate getting into politics, but it's a very political themed. If somebody went in there and shot somebody with a pistol, a revolver, it would be on the news for a blink of an eye. If they used an AR-15 or an assault weapon, as they'll classify it, they won't stop talking about it. No, you saw it it's this week. For, you saw it this week yeah. with that deal that went down and... Yep. Text, where was that? This one with the, the family, I think. To be honest with you, I have lost count track of which one we were on and where we're at. They all seem to blend together to me now. Um, and it's, I, I, I guess I don't have an explanation on why, what the stupidity is that this is going to fix something for them, right? Um, but they've obviously are stupid enough and reckless enough that they don't care about human life because they're going to take it. No. So every other law that they break, do you think they cared about running the red light to get there? No, they're just getting they're getting ready to go shoot somebody. Do you think they care about the the smaller crimes that they're committing? No. Yeah, there's big care. there's bigger there's bigger things going on that that awareness is not even factored in. We don't even have the ability to be aware of it of why these shootings are happening because. Okay. There's there's other things at play. In my opinion, I'm not going to go down the the, the, the theory hole, and the yeah. rabbit hole of 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 you know those thoughts. But 
it's 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 crazy to think that somebody that doesn't have a record like that that person in Nashville, you mm-hmm. know, whatever they identified as, they didn't have a record. That's their first crime is a mass shooting and killing kids in kindergarten. Like that doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. That's not that's not fathomable. Well, Nobody just wakes up that sick and goes, I'm going to go kill somebody. Like something's up. And somebody that had nothing to do with them or didn't do anything. To they, them. they never like, even I, met him. I'm not condoning like, hey, that guy pissed me off. I should go shoot him. No, but, this, yeah, but I, I would understand that a little bit more like, hey, there'd be more understanding in it, even though, right? even even though, though it's, it's not the right crazy, move. But it's. There's more understanding in it versus you, you went and shot a, a kindergarten kid. What did the kindergarten kid do to anybody? Anybody. Well, like, why? Why? Two weeks ago crayon? in Indianapolis at NRA convention, National Rifle Association, mm-hmm. where Second Amendment runs deep. Why isn't there any shootings at those type of events when everybody's carrying? With well, the firing pit in, with bullets, with ammunition. Th- that's why That's why there's not shootings at those places. It's not like they come to the police exactly. station and go, hey, uh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they know. They, they go to, we call them soft targets. Yeah. Easy targets. Because they know it is a gun-free zone. They're the only ones with it. Yeah. That's, so it, that's it, the exact it, answer easy. I'm looking for, and that is what you say: is where are all these all this money that's going to Ukraine, all this money that's going to play? How that. about we put it right here domestically into our schools? Kids deserve we, the we right to do, be free we could to use learn. A billion dollars plus in just arming police officers at every school, and yeah. I'm not, and I'm, and I'm serious. How about much safer will every world be? school? Elementary, because a lot of places don't have a. But now they're going to go to malls, yep. you know, and then you got to have security guards armed at malls, and then you know you got to you have to look at it across the board that if you're going to spend this many trillions of dollars internationally on on this, you know, this you, what the 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 Ukraine situation or China, whatever it is, mm-hmm. the money has to go domestically to c- protect us, and there there has to be a. When when I go into public now, it's a weird feeling. It's weird of like. I carry, you carry, mm-hmm. but we're still in a, in a, I'm still in a mindset that is it ever going to happen? It does happen. Is it going to happen to me? Should I be scared when I go into public? Should I go into a movie theater with my daughter anymore? Can I just walk down, go into this Quadoba right here and have a, a rice bowl with some chicken on it and not fear somebody coming in here and shooting up the employees because they got fired last week? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's everywhere. It's running rampant because of they want to blame it on the gun, but it's not because I got so pissed off at people in high school. I got my ass kicked physically and mentally and, and I got bullied. I got, I'm not a victim, okay? But I got talked to by coaches that, that they tore me down to why I was a nothing. Could you imagine the way we were talked to when coaches were allowed to talk that way? And I'm, there's still some that do. Yeah. But now the participation wards and the sugar coat and, the, mm-hmm. and the, the you know it's just all a bunch of cupcakes out there running around. I, I've talked to many people lately, and the kids aren't as tough as they were when we were kids. Absolutely, they're not raised the same. Nope. But I was told by football coaches and baseball coaches that I was the biggest piece of shit walking the face of the earth. Uh-huh. Can you imagine if I had the mindset of like, wait till you see what happens at practice tomorrow? No. Something is going on in the way we're being raised and the way things are going on that's different now. A hundred percent. Because we were treated we were treated and beat the shit way worse than kids are today. I'm telling you that it's it, there was a such thing as a fair fight back in the day where there was just fist fights. Yeah. There was there there was now it's like phones come up. People are afraid to do what we did back in the day because of all of this stuff going on. 
whether it's phones recording it, whether it's uh, your your uh, reputation on social media. There's all this stuff that that's probably one of the back worst in the day things. we would just throw down. Well, and it was solved at that point. It was but, solved. Hey, you and I challenged. Hey, you had a beef with me. I had a beef with you, and we solved it. Yeah. Okay. Somebody got whooped, and it was over. Now these guys are like, oh, they posted that he was. I was the one. Let's say, I was the one being mean to you, and you're like, well, let's handle this. You end up kicking my butt, and then I go to the principal and say, well, he was being mean to me, and he beat my like. Come on, like, just step up and be. Yeah, I wouldn't say a man, but be a grown up to a point. Like these young kids should still have that ability to go. Okay, that was dumb. They don't. No, the rationale for them is not there. The computer screen and the, the phones, I think, are probably the worst thing that we've ever had introduced well, that's, to young kids. Not, not just the, the ability to record something, but the ability for somebody to go on and push a lifestyle down your throat mm-hmm. or the ability to go on and see all the negativity that's out there because of all these different posts that are being made. What makes that person in Nashville pick on six-year-olds? Like, there's got to be something in your head. Like, you can't go settle it with the people that hurt your feelings. You can't because it's rampant. It's everywhere. So they're like, I'm sure that it wasn't just she's walking down the street and somebody called her a name or teased her because of what she was trying to do or what she looked like. Oh, I'm going to go get a gun and shoot up the school. No, it's that's I don't buy that. I don't buy that. There's a way that that person could have taken care of their problem. That's why I'm saying there's a bigger thing out there. There's something that is that is that is the puppet masters out there making these things happen. There's something going on because, because I got when I, I saw people get bullied and, and, or I got bullied or I did the bullying to where nothing ever that never even crossed our mind. Let's go, let's go shoot some people up. Like it's crazy to me to think that it's not a higher power doing it. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about the puppeteer, the G word that I'm not going to say, but I just think of it like, Really? Like poli- what? How does that? How does that school get shot up in South Texas where there's not a a, a, a police officer within an hour away? A brand, how does he get the guns? Where do you get that brand new truck? Are you kidding me? That school all of a sudden just gets picked one day. That it's he, political, if you ask me, and I don't want to. I know that's that. where I was trying not to go, and that was but, the G word I was saying. But like, it's, it there's is. something going on. Like, and it's it's not just here though. It's not just in the United States. There's these things going on in other countries, too, that are, hey, we are gun-free. We don't have guns. I'm like, oh, that guy got them. How did he get them yeah, and do this? If you guys, we need to be, and that's where I really do. I, in some ways, I really wish I could get some of these politicians in a room and point out, just duct tape their mouth. You can't say a word. But I just want to show you how full of shit you are when you're like, hey, we should be like this country. You mean like this country? Boom. I go, that one happened three weeks ago, but you guys want to be more like that. They didn't change anything. They've had no difference in certain None. stats. Yeah, we have had more shootings, mainly because I think the United States owns more guns. We have more guns in the United States because we have more sportsmen. We have we have guys that are in that type of field of work where they have more firearms. A lot of other countries... That's just, it's not a sport. They don't have as big of a sport drawing to three-gun competitions as I, I think the United States does. We don't, I, I'm sure we have more hunters. Oh, for sure, worldwide, by, yeah. by far. Well, there's well, 15 million hunters in the country. So that's 
that's a crazy number when you have all these other countries. They don't. You couldn't even get to one hundred and fifty thousand. Oh yeah, no, right, not even close. So, yeah, we have more of it because we have more guns. So you have to put that into perspective. They're like, we're the we're the number one. Well, we're also the number one gun owners. We're the number one of this. We we have more of this. You can't put that into. Well, we are, we're the only ones that have that crime. No. They just don't. This have last guy that this last guy that shot these this family, these Hondurians. He was a Mexican, I think. Yep. I think he's from Mexico. Yep, an illegal alien. The yep. illegal alien that's been deported three times. Yep. So what does that tell you? It's the gun's fault. No. Well, and I've gone back got, to this. He's back in this country again after illegally. three deportations illegally. And they don't look at the administration that's allowing this floodgate open of of illegal migrants coming into the country that aren't registered. Okay. So automatically, it's a it's a pedestal it's a soapbox to say if you listen to the speech out of the white house out of our capital in washington mm-hmm. dc the first thing in the first sentence was it was an assault rifle used to 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 shoot the entire family militia they, right to the gun mm-hmm. because you know what the, it's a the political thing. it's coming up you know we got to get all these anti-gun people to vote for this administration that's willing to go now they're going against the hunters you, you, it's a good point you just brought up hunters because they're going against hunting mm-hmm. daily it's crazy to me to think that people can't see what's really going on. You know, why, why, Mr. Mr. Liberal, Mr. Mr. Person that would vote for this administration, why don't you go to the NRA convention and walk through and see how safe you feel and learn about it? Oh, what the Second Amendment right how, is. Well, like how polite people are. Well, that's my other thing that always, I really always like, polite, respectful, really respectful. Respect. Hold, hold the doors for people. We're the ones that are getting milkshake. <laughs> I've been to many NRA conventions where I've had protesters throw milkshakes at me mm-hmm. and cheeseburgers at me and confetti and glue with glue on it and shit. Right. Like I've done I've, I've been around and I'm, it happens to a lot of people, but I've been in situations where I've seen it firsthand mm-hmm. and had it happen to me. I'm like that. I don't go. I don't go to the rally that you're holding downtown and throw things at you. I don't do it. Hmm. The police officers are down there protecting you while you're, while you're rallying, while you're doing your, while you're doing, you know, your free speech. Mm -hmm. Right. But I just wonder why people can't see the bigger picture that, wait a minute, all these hunters, all these gun owners, all these shooters go to these competitions None of them have the mindset to shoot that gun at somebody. None of them have the to, the mindset to bully somebody because they're they, they have they're carrying a gun, whether it's open carry or concealed carry. Not it's the big picture is like why are these shootings happening? Mm-hmm. Who's really who's really responsible? What's going on in the news that's big that's getting covered up because now there's another shooting yep. that they can blame the gun Absolutely. on? Absolutely. Well, I go back to that. Like so, <laughs> and I kind of find it comical. I mean, it's not funny that somebody lost their life, but. They were Haitian, right? Honduran, I think. I thought they they were Haitian. This last week? Yeah. I think they were from Honduras. Okay. Maybe Haiti. I don't know. I thought they were Honduras. They came at the United States. Like, what are you guys going to do about this? Um, That guy's not a U.S. citizen. Why don't you go after the country that he's from? Yeah. Holler at him. Holler at them about, hey, what are you guys going to do about your person from your country that's killing my people? No, no, no. They went after the United States because they thought, hey, they could get they could get some publicity out of it. That's I would say ninety percent of it is all that. I mean, we have opened up floodgates in the aspects of now you can sue gun manufacturers and stuff. I, I I'm appalled 
that we've ever we ever opened the door on that because um, I've never seen in my entire life I've never seen a gun walk down the street by itself. It's not going to happen. You can't. It doesn't work that way. Well, I guess you can with drones. But yeah, still or a robot still or something. Violent. Somebody's still controlling it, right? Yeah. It's it, that gun doesn't do it by itself. No. Something has to make the gun do it, and it, you can argue all you want about the guns. Okay, Europe, England, they don't have a lot of guns, right? You know what they've had to ban? Pocket knives. You know why? Because there was more deaths with pocket knives. I go, it doesn't matter what you take Priscilla away Priscilla Ford drove her Cadillac yeah. up on the sidewalk in downtown Reno. She yep. didn't have a gun. Nope. If she wanted to kill somebody, she was going to do it with her car. And I go back to that. You Now we are allowing people to sue gun manufacturers. We have tons of DUIs in the country. Yeah. When are they going to... St- I got pulled over in a Ford because it didn't let me drive yeah. straight when I was I go, inebriated. This is, this is bull crap. When are you going to... like The responsibility is for the person that's doing it. Drinking. When you, you you can't. It's not like that bottle made you drink. No, it's not like the car made you go and drive. You have to make a conscious effort to do those things, and that's where it all comes back to. They need to put the blame on the person that is responsible for the act, not the stuff that they were using. That T-shirt. I'm not blaming the T-shirt. It just for making work my that. arms look so good. Yeah. It's, it, it's 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 stupid. It's stupid, it, but it's it's it, I I I understand the awareness that needs to be right. I I'm going to be aware that it is happening, but I'm looking at the bigger picture of why, what I the 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 most messed up people in the world, the mental you know the mental health part of it. I just don't see them getting a gun, having the wherewithal to get the gun. Yeah, yeah. Then that final moment of walking in and pointing it at a six-year-old. That there's something there's something bigger that's going on. I'm telling you, like I I, I can't buy uh, personally. I can't fathom it. I can't buy it. I'm not buying into the fact that school shootings are just school shootings because some kid was picked on. I, I'm having a real hard time with that. And I, I'm sure it happens. I'm sure there, there are percentages of it that happen, right? But we're getting to the point, in my opinion, it's way too frequent. And it's perfect timing on things. If you catch my drift on that, the is the G word. Perfect timing for, hey, this is getting ready to come up in Congress. Hey, this happens. Uh, I mean, they've actually they held votes. The timing issue. They held they held a vote for things because of certain instances that happened in the country. Yeah, which. Again, I, I, most I people aren't going to. Oh, you guys are conspiracy theory people. Nah, I'm I not, don't want to come on here and sound like we know everything that's going on in politics. I'm just asking people to be aware of really, hundred percent. Is a, is a person have the ability? Like I know there's there's bad people in the world, yeah. But the criminals that the criminals that are going out and that are in jail for homicide, right? Mm-hmm. They went and they were a gangbanger. They shot up somebody that was on a different block. They were in an armed robbery. There's there's criminals that happen. I'm not saying that oh, guns that aren't used, but the mass shootings, the school shootings, the people that are in prison for homicide would take those people that cause mass shootings and freaking not accept them. 
They don't go, hey, man, that's that's, you know, in the in the prison system, they're not going to go in there and be like, yeah, man, I was a school shooter. There, there's a mental there's something mental about these people or there's a higher power that is involved in the, the actual the actual carrying out of these processes. You hit the, like it, it, those guys going into prison. It's like a pedophile that goes into prison. exactly like Dahmer. You saw what happened to Dahmer when he the, went in. They don't. They do don't put very, up with it. They don't do very well. The the guys that are yeah they, they're like yeah I killed somebody and it was a drug deal or a gang setup whatever yes. it was or I had a beef with that guy like we had beef yeah all right that's one thing the they may give that guy a little different status in that but anything that deals with kids. You are a special, special individual. You better watch it. You, they, I, most, I, of, most of the time, they have to put them in different housing. Oh, I have to. They have to. They, are, they would be targeted all the time. It wouldn't be fair for them in the aspects that they would be on. They'd have to be on the hypervigilant, watching out for themselves, be the biggest badass in prison. They're going to lose. Because no, I, that many people, they, they would not last. And again, I don't want people rank. listening to this, Jared, and being like, you know, you guys need to shut your mouths. We, it is possible. It is. Everything's possible. But all I'm saying is think. Just yeah. think Think about that there might be something else going on because I still can't get it through my head that I could get mad enough or anybody could get mad enough to go point a gun at a six-year-old and take their life because of the way I felt inside my brain. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me. That's that, that's just a there, – there's, there's something that – It's insane. It's insane, but there's something bigger. The timing, mm-hmm. the reasoning – and 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 you, you you did hit the nail on the head. Like it, it could happen. There are people like sure. another kid that goes into school and targets a, a, another group of kids that we're picking on. That happens. We've we've heard about that happening. But why but, didn't it happen when we were kids? Well, I got in so many fist fights in the playground and never it was never mentioned an, again. It, it was, was never an talked about again. Upbringing type thing. That, it's you, parenting. You were not you were not allowed to have. Dude, I broke, I beat people up and then picked them up and carried them into the nurse's office and said, and then walked right into the disciplinarian's office. There was that guy that got his nose broke and I was the one getting my nose broke. Sometimes we never carried it out, but there might've been another fight. There've been like, there might've been some revenge. Like we're going again, but there was never the thought like that. Never, no. that never was a thing. I never even honestly, in all the, the high school fights that I saw or were a part of in that aspect, I don't think any. I can think one time I saw a form of a weapon that somebody hit somebody with uh, a cue ball in a sock. I saw a bottle one time at a bar. That's and it. it was bad, but but it wasn't. That was it. Other than that, it was fists. Yeah. I never saw, like, throughout high school, college, yeah, I saw a bar stool, you know, nothing. But that was that was probably the worst, some of the worst things I saw. No knives, no guns. Nothing. Um, and then it just blew up. Blew up. I know a lot of Columbine people, was like the beginning of it, maybe? Columbine was the first of, and that was when I was in high school, actually. I think that was 93. 91 or 92. Was it 91, 92? Yeah. Um, well, look, we, we're going to come back and we're going to have another conversation with Jared Woodward, Reno Police Department. We're going to talk about, you know, what it is being on the beat, what it is to brandish that weapon what it is to have that responsibility but the 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 discussion towards the end here the last 15 minutes is just just thinking i just think all the time because you have kids in school you have you lose control once they're there they're the responsibility of that administration to have being protected by these school districts and it is a it is something 
that is at top of mind, top of brain for me all the time. The safety of my daughter, safety of my nephew, safety of my, you know, my friends, kids. I want them all to be safe, but I'm always asking myself, where did this come from? What, mm-hmm. where did this happen to, to actually take on the responsibility of bringing in a gun like that and pointing yeah. it at kids? It just, something is not adding up to me. I'm not saying that it's not happening. I'm not, it's going to happen again. I hate to say it, but I just want to know why, how does somebody get to that point? Because there's been crazier people. Oh, hundred percent. there's been crazier people that yeah. didn't do that. They didn't go in and just open fire on a bunch of innocent people. Mm-mm. Um, it's got to stop. It's got to stop, but it's not the gun. Now, yeah. is it, is it background checks? Is it, is it mental awareness and mental health? Yes. We got to look into everything and, and stop blaming the legal gun owner that is defending our homes, mm-hmm. our right 100%. to defend the a militia has guns. The second amendment was written in for the person in the privacy of their home to be able to defend themselves against that militia. If they needed to, because the war had that had just stopped when that was written into our constitution. So I'm not trying to sound like a history buff or a historian, but go back and do, do yourself a favor and understand what the second amendment is and why it was written in. Understand the verbiage and the language, the jargon that it was written in. We have the right to bear arms because we don't know that we're going to be able to rely on a Jared Wooder to get to our house in time if something goes down. I think the average phone call for or average response time for a police officer out here is probably 14, 15 minutes. I don't know, but yeah, it's got to be long. Yeah, you're definitely looking at five to six minutes before I. It's all over dispatched. by then. Yeah, I mean, it's all five, over by then. Five minutes. So the, the, please, long time. please stop blaming the gun. Let's. We got to figure out why it's happening. Yep. I, I, like I said earlier. I don't think any or hardly any of our gun owners, our legal gun owners, the guys that really Second Amendment, big pro Second Amendment people don't want to have restrictions on guns or don't want to have what we what we would call gun control. Like, yeah, you got to have a background check. You can't just buy a gun. You're a felon. You can't buy a gun. Right. You got to have these certain checks. But I don't think going to one end. Just getting rid of all of them is the answer. That is it's definitely not, not the answer. answer because they're they're going to go. If you're trying to get rid of mass killings, they'll use something else. Yeah, and so then all you did was punish the law-abiding gun owner that is using it. Well, we've we've sports. come up with one way of uh, our security and our and our defense and our protection has to be heightened. Yeah, we have to have armed guards in mm-hmm. schools and in public places. If that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Hey. There's armed guards in banks where there's big money. There's armed guards around celebrities walking down the red carpet. There's secret service around our politicians with armed guards. These comedians that are speaking out for 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 uh, the, for guns to be outlawed. What about the 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 three armed guards protecting you? Yeah. There's always a motive. Follow the money. Yep. Think about it. Open your brain up to other analogies of like, okay, what 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 is really going on here? It's not the gun. We're going to talk about this more. Sig Sauer, Peace of Mind podcast series right here at The Foul Life. Thank you, Jared Woodard. We will be back with Jared soon. We love having him on. In the meantime, check out this song, My Foul Life by 2AM Logic. It's about in the air. Anticipation rising my